Holy Spirit. I pray that anyone hearing my voice in the building and online will receive an illumination that will change their life forever. An impact of your word that will run with them for the next 40 years of their lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So I continue my teaching on unveiling. Oh, sorry. Please take your seat. Unveiling success secrets. All those online, we want to welcome you at Cherish Viewers. We pray that you enjoy the same atmosphere in the building. Last week, we began a great series on unveiling, unraveling the secrets to success. So I will continue from where I stopped by saying success is not for children. By that I mean success is not for people who are not ready to go certain extent to see what they want to see. If you are not ready, you cannot succeed. If God, now this is what Mike Mudok said, I quote. He said, if God who sinned us from every blow of the enemy, we will never, we will never build up muscles for the next journey. So success is not for those who wish it. You cannot wish success. Everybody can wish it, but you cannot wish it into being. So if you're a believer, you're a tongue-talking believer, and all that you say is that, I believe that my life will be a success, without a deliberate pursuit, there is no way you can become successful. Now, when you succeed, that is when you will see the benefit of all the inputs you've been making into your life. Sometimes in the journey of success, you will feel that you are overstressing yourself. You will feel that you are overburdening yourself. You will feel that, you know that, it's like, why are you the only person that wants why? You are not, you, see, you feel it that people even try to discourage you. But until you see the fruit of success, you will sometimes despise the little effort and input you make into your life. Now, somebody may ask, Pastor, do I need to make an effort to succeed as a believer, as a New Testament believer, as a child of grace? Yes, you must make quality input into your life if you want to succeed. Success is a product and a destination. I thought you are writing it down. Success is a product and a destination. I defined it last week that when you do what God asks you to do, irrespective of the opinion of man, God calls you a success. Yes. When you do what God has instructed, what God has ordained, what God has mandated you to do, no matter the opinion of man, in the sight of God, you are a success. So, 
Sometimes, for man, man, we, before man will call you to, to the point of, oh, Emmanuel is a success, he needs some wild, you need to do some wild something. And unfortunately, all of us are oriented to that kind of success. You don't see yourself successful until you buy that car. You don't see yourself successful until you marry. But if you can see it this way, that if I can do the will of the Father concerning my life, then I am a success. You see that you will not burden yourself with so many things that you are troubled about. Success is not in the books of men, but it is in the books of God. If I can do the will of God concerning my life, then I am successful. You are wired to succeed. I told you yesterday that Toyota Ghana produces Corolla. The Corolla, before it is released to the market, it has been wired to function in a certain way. It has been wired to spark and move. Follow the teaching. So if at a point the tie is best, it doesn't mean that you should throw the car away. It means that you have to just change the tie. And the car that has been wired to move will begin to move. You have been wired by God to succeed. And I pray that that seed of success in your spirit, in your life, upon your head shall manifest in the days of your life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus but you cannot manifest success without certain inputs Luke chapter 18 verse 18 to 25 from eight, give me the NLT version from 18 to 25. Once a religious leader asked Jesus this question. Good teacher. What should I do to inherit internal life? Follow the teaching. Why do you call me good? Jesus asked him. Only God is truly good. Verse 20. But to answer your, your question. You know the commandment. You must not commit adultery. You must not murder. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your father and mother. 21. The man replied, I have carefully obeyed all these commandments since I was young. 22. It's getting interesting. When Jesus heard his answer, he said, there is still one thing. Someone say one thing. There's still one thing you haven't done. Sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Look at his reaction. But when the man heard this, he became sad. For he was very rich. That means that you, he wanted to go to heaven. But he was not ready to do that which will take him to heaven. Most of us want to succeed, but we are not ready to do what will make us successful. There is always something to do 
there is always something to do if we need to see sources. Now, there's another scripture. I'm going to show you something. What you have to do is a minute part of what must be done to see success. I don't know whether you understand that. What you have to do is just a minute part of what you must, what must be done to see success. It's like I finished building this house and I said paint it. Until you paint it, we will not see the glory of this building. But the chunk of the work has been done. I bought the land. I laid foundation. I raised the block. I fixed the conditions. I fixed the fans. I've done this. I've done that. All you need to do is to paint. If you don't paint, we will not see the glory. A chunk of your success story has been established in the power of God. What is left, God cannot do for you. There are things that God cannot do. Today, I'm not dealing with that one. Maybe next week is part of the secret, unveiling the secret. There are things God cannot do. <laughs> I'll show you. There are things God cannot do. One of it is that God cannot lie. <laughs> he can. <laughs> there are things God cannot do. Over 25 things, I'll show you. He cannot lie. So our part, God, angels cannot even do it for us. And sometimes it is the reason why you feel unaccomplished. Because you have refused, you have, you, you, God has done his part. You have to make your input. Now look at this, Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 1 to 5. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse number 1 to 5. Listen, O Israel, today you are about to cross the Jordan River to take over the land belonging to nations much greater and powerful than you. Please, can you see that verse? What are you seeing? Let your faith come alive and pick something home today. There are blessings that God wants to give to you that are bigger than your strength. And yet he will give it to you. He said, listen, O Israel. Today, you are about to cross the Jordan River to take over the land belonging to nations much greater, more powerful than you. They live in cities with walls that reach to the sky. Verse 2. The people are strong and tall descendants of the famous Anakite giant. You have heard the saying, who can stand up the Anakite? I prophesy over your life. Wherever it looks so bigger, so greater, so impossible, for people in your bloodline to get to. I prophesy in the name of Jesus, God is taking you there. I said, God is taking you there in the name of Jesus. He said, but recognize today that the Lord your God is the one who will cross over ahead of you like a devouring fire to destroy them 
<laughs> he will subdue them so that you will quickly conquer them and drive them out. So God will subdue them, then you will quickly conquer them and drive them out. So your success is a partnership deal between you and God. I will subdue them so that you will quickly overcome them and drive them out of the land. So God is doing his subduing. He's doing, he, he's doing his part and we must do our part. Your success story will remain on the shelves until you rise up to do what you must do. I thought you were clapping. And, 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 and then he says something interesting. Move, move to the next one. He said, after the Lord your God has done this for you, don't say in your heart, the Lord, don't say in your heart, the Lord has given us this land because we are such good people. No. Follow the reading. You see, immediately you begin to brag about your life. Immediately you begin to um, exalt yourself. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I had the connections. You have missed it. Because I, I, I went to school. Because I did this. Because I did this. He said, he said, the Lord, he said, don't say this. In your heart, not even with your mouth. Don't say it. He said, the Lord has given us this land because we are a good people. No. God did not give me this church because I'm a good pastor. He built this church and is building this church in a certain frame according to divine agenda. He just picked me as a servant to drive the wheel of the church. He said, don't say that we are a good people. And no arm robbers have come to our house because we have security dogs. Barbed wires. I have not seen some before. If MPs, eh, MPs house, people can enter and kill them. It's just by the grace of God that you are in your cures and nothing has happened to you. I thought you were clapping. He said, no. It is because of the wickedness of the other nations that he is pushing them out of your way. So the reason why it was easy for you to push them out is because of their wickedness, not because you are holy. If it's the Old Testament talks about it's not because of your righteousness. If it is because of your righteousness, we can't push them out. But it is God that has determined that for his name's sake on you, and the wickedness of the so your success is birth on the foundation that God has already promised it and has established it and has wired your life. That is why you must not hear what people say. People can say things that will let you think that they gave birth to you as a failure, but there is nobody under the sound of my voice who was born to fail. You were born to win. Lift your right hand and say, I was born to win, and I am winning. Give the Lord a good clap offering someone. Do you really want to succeed? Yeah. Do you, do, do you, there must be a drive in us. 
There must be a drive in us. There must be a drive in you. Do you really want to say, there is something you must do. Young man, you have obeyed all this, but go sell your properties. Give it to the poor and come. The man could not do it. He left very sad because he felt he was very rich. I pray that there will not be any price you will not be ready to pay to see your success. I thought you were saying a bigger amen. You need a certain wisdom to succeed. And I'll show you why with the first point I'm going to raise today. I'm about to unravel some few secrets. They are quite a, a, a number, but I've gathered some few. And today I'll deal with one. And the first one I'm dealing with is that, number one, you must know that adversity has advantage. Has advantages. You must know that every adversity that comes to you in life has advantages. The doors to opportunities swings on the hinges of adversity. Every door has hinges. When you open your door, some of you, your doors, you've not greased it. When you open it, that thing that is making the noise, you call it hinges. And I'm saying that the doors to opportunities hinges or swings on the hinges of adversity. Every adversity is an opportunity for God to glorify himself in our lives. Times of general calamity and confusion have always been times that great minds have been discovered. You justify your failure because of an adversity you were not wise. I repeat. If you justify your failure because of a storm, you lack a certain wisdom. The purest ore is produced from the hottest furnace in life. If you want to see the purest I am, am, am gold, it is produced from the hottest furnace. The hotter the furnace, the finer the metal. The hotter the affliction, the finer your destiny is supposed to be. Whatever adversity that comes your way, that adversity is not the last stop of your life. That adversity cannot overcome the purposes of God concerning your life. That adversity has been custom made for you because God knows the grace he has put on you and that grace he knows will be able to handle this adversity. I came to charge you. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up and change the path. The vision will work. Go and pick the vision again. Be patient. Get some wisdom. 
and you realize that you were also made to succeed, I prophesy over your life, any demonic voice, any ancestral voice, any familiar voice, any voice of a man, any voice of a woman that has been spoken into your life, neutralizing your destiny, we neutralize that voice in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. I feel the anointing. The brightest thunderbolts is the one elicited from the darkest storm. You want to see the brightest lightning? You want to see the brightest thunderbolt? It must be in the darkest storm. Never look down on the man going through the storm. He may be the star that will give you direction in life. Because if he emerges out of the storm, you will see that he is the star you have been looking for. You may be going through something in this phase of your life. There are faces in life. There are faces in life. At a point in all of us, our lives, we were like mucus. 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 That had no form. That had no hair. But in that mucus, called fetus, were bones. Were hair. Were eyes. My ears, but you cannot see it's like mucus. In the process of time, we have emerged. Your destiny will emerge in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap offering. You choose to fail. Nobody makes anyone a failure. You choose to fail. I choose to win. And I want you to choose to win. No matter the challenge you that comes your way, have the mentality of a winner. Yes, have the mentality of a winner. That is where we see great teams. The great teams you know are teams that they, they enter the match as winners. So when there are some teams, you, when you are playing with them, you can decide to go with 3-0. But if you make a mistake and score them one, you get 7-1. You are playing Liverpool and you don't get your team well. And you go and open one question first. You bet just seven. Maybe if you didn't score them, you go with three. Look, adversity is necessary for the explosion of the glory of God in our lives. Yes. By the time I finish this one in I think I have 30 minutes more. It will bless your life. Problems are the price you pay for progress in life. Problems are the price you pay for progress in life. If you want to progress in life, you must not run away from problems. Some of you just begin to curse God. Immediately you start seeing problems. Some of you just give up. Some of us, we just give up. Oh, God is not in this path. That is why I am suffering. No. For Jesus learned obedience through the many things that he suffered. The fact that I'm suffering today doesn't mean that I'm a disobedient child. I am in obedience. I am in obedience. Come on. I'm in a process. And sometimes the process is not nice. If 
If you want to get proper corn dough, you soak the corn in water. Eh? And the water begins to smell. When you are pouring the water away, you don't pour the grain away. <laughs> because the grain has a glory, which is the dough that is yet to come out. Sometimes in life, you'll be smelling at a certain stage of your life. But it's a process. Tell somebody it's a process. Tell somebody it's a process. I came to encourage you. After post, uh, uh, this COVID-19 has, has taught all of us lessons. Some have backslided. Some have lost their faith. Some have lost their jobs. Some have given up a life. Some have... Things have messed up. Can we gather again? Will this thing work again? Can church come back again? Is the church going to be like this forever? Is my life going to be like this forever? Ah, can I go back to school? Can the business pick up again? I came to prophesy into your life that what God has said about your life has been established. Rise up and make input to see the success of what God has established. I thought you say a big amen. Never let anybody look at you and say you are an unfortunate child. Never. Your mouth was given to you not only to eat, but to speak. Talk more than you eat. That's why naturally you talk more than you eat. Or oh, Abigail, do you eat more than you talk? You talk more naturally. So in the realms of the spirit, you must be talking. You must be talking. Am I preaching? Problems are the wheels for the journey of success. Anytime I saw success, I saw problems before that. I don't know about you. Anytime I saw success, I saw problems that could make me lie in the bed and my eyes are not sleepy and I'm thinking, meditating, running through scripture, throwing it back to God, thinking, searching for books concerning the problem. And before I realize, the end of the story is so beautiful that I wish the problem was bigger. Because the bigger the problem, the bigger the glory. I pray for you. I stand on this altar and I pray for you that whatever storm that is blowing around your life, it will lack the ability to decolor your life in the name of Jesus. Never run away from problems, but use them as the ingredients to prepare a successful destiny. Never run away from problems. Never run away from problems. But use them as ingredients to prepare a meal for your destiny. The obstacles of life are intended to make us better and not bitter. Yes, you may be in a department. Today you try to do something, you fail. It doesn't mean that you are not called to succeed. One event of failure does not define your destiny. No, it does not. 
A righteous man shall fall seven times. We only quote it when we sin. But you must also quote it when you fail. I thought you were clapping. He will fall seven times in the perfection of his weakness. He will still rise up again. Whatever you have failed at cannot make you a failure. You can fail today and you can succeed tomorrow. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will give you the grace, the strength, the tenacity, the endurance to go through the journey of success. Because many people are waiting for you to succeed. Many people, many lives are waiting for us to, to make it. What you call it, make it. You, you, have to, you, you have to blow. You have to gain grounds in life. Because whether you like it or not, failure is not celebrated. It's success. You must become a successful person. A successful child of God in whatever you are doing. And if you are doing something, expect problems. Whatever you are doing significantly, you have to expect problems. As a pastor, I expect problems from you, from just being a pastor, from the, sometimes in your community, you have problems. In the realms of the spirit, you have problems. Because I don't know what is chasing you. I don't know what covenant you have entered into. I don't know who you've gone to cheat. And when I'm praying, I'm praying for you. Then what is chasing you is directed on me in prayer. And I have to pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And if there's somebody very close to me who is not working in the will of God, the person, the thing will go because I'm too strong. It will just pass. So you must be ready. But in the midst of it, the grace of God gives you an upper hand. Every problem you are going through, God's grace can help you. As an accountant, if somebody has stolen some money and they are blaming you, God's power, God's power will take you through. A wisdom will come. An insight will come. A skill will be released and God will intervene. I thought you are saying a bigger amen. We cannot boss God in church. We must carry God in every area of our lives. In your profession, in your academics. Sometimes you are learning some stuff that is not going. Blow some tongue. Let the spirit of Daniel come upon me. Let the spirit of understanding come upon me. You think God will not come true for you? You think God only comes when I say, I see seven demons from Langbanduru. Now usher stand. I see Holy Ghost move now. That's why you, you believe that God comes true. But when that cause, that cause, that cause that when you read one sentence, you have to read it eight times. <laughs> yeah. I pray that no problem will suck you out of your promised land. God said, the land you are going to, the people are greater than you. The people are mightier than you. But me, I will subdue them so that you can overcome them and then you can drive them out. May God give you that grace in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a good clap offering. Obstacles are just a call to strengthen your resolve to succeed. If you truly want to succeed, anytime you see an obstacle, it is reminding you 
to affirm your resolution that I am born to win. Everything you say will be, it will be tested. You keep bragging, I am more annoyed, I am anointed, I cannot be disappointed, I am born to win. It will be tested. And may we not fail when we are tested. Acts chapter 14, verse 22. Let's move faster. Have been five minutes. Where they strengthened the unbelievers, where they strengthened the believers, they encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Church, I'm showing you this because some of us, some people gave up on God. If God was there, why should we allow COVID to come? If God, you are there, why did you allow this job you knew? We were praying, praying, praying. It was even prophesied. I got the job. You allow COVID to let it go. God is not there. Excuse me to say. God is not there. Wait me. This one. He said, for we must suffer many hardships. Pastor, preach grace. Preach grace. This one is in the Bible. And God has given us the grace to survive every hardship. But we have to suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. To enter the kingdom of God. So every hardship that comes your way, you have, he said, he said reminding them. You must, you must put yourself into remembrance of where you are going. So if your focus is in the future and on a target, no matter the storm that comes your way, you will not give your attention to the storm. At the end of the day, you keep moving because that is the target. I pray for you. I pray for you. You see, many of us, that you are carrying the world in you. The globe is in you. Don't shortcut. Don't cut short the glory don't settle for nothing don't settle for peanuts don't settle for simple things break new grounds take up the mantle again COVID slowed us down all of us everybody was slowed everybody 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 was slowed down but it's time for us to get out of the cave and go back and pursue destiny and go back and dream again and go back and dig the wells again and go back and plant again and go back and build again. The challenges must not stop us. Great realms manifest after great adversity. If you give up because of adversity, it's not because the devil was stronger than you. It's because you were willing to give up the journey. Yes. First John chapter 5 verse 4. Maragada bahashagada. For every child of God defeats this evil world. Read it, read it, read, read it for me. All of you want to go. It's okay. For every bishop. 
Angelica, for every apostle, for every archbishop, for, for everyone, for every child. Are you a child of God? Who is the child of the devil here? Who is the child of God? For every single one of us here befits not once. This evil world and we achieve this through our faith. Not through our academic qualification. Through our faith. Speaking good English doesn't mean that you are more called by than someone. Some of you, you, you don't respect vernacular preachers. Because he said, Papa Jesus. Therefore, every child of God defeats the evil world and we achieve this victory through faith. Between you and anything significant in your life will be giant. The people had stayed in the wilderness for long and God said, it's time for you to cross the Jordan and enter into the promised land to dispossess the giant. Everything significant you can sing songs about, you will meet giant before you can have that thing. That is why even in academics, in the university, you can go through all the years, eh? but if you don't present your project work, <laughs> and that is the biggest part, part of the work, <laughs> in the project. The project. And it comes in the final year together with exam papers. Everything significant you will achieve in life, child of God, you will face giants. The next time you meet your giant, don't turn back. Keep moving forward because God has subdued him. He's just standing there as a statue. When you pass, you see that he'll be standing there because he has been subdued. Keep moving. You know, there are some farms, they will do some caricature there. <laughs> Have you seen something before? You, and you think that it's a human being. They'll do the, 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 the caricature. Every statue you meet is a caricature because its strength has been subdued by God. Because of your sake. That's why he said, I will go before you. What is he going to do? You always quote the scripture. What is God going to do? When John the Baptist went before Jesus, he prepared the way for Jesus. God has gone ahead of you. Every single giant that will rise up in your life, God has subdued them. And you must take advantage of the grace of God the grace of God and advance your destiny.
what is left, only you can do. What is left to complete the success story, only you. And that portion is so little compared with what must be done. Give the Lord a clap offering, somebody. It's like a wedding that the church will organize. The church has organized the thing. But the pastor cannot put on the ring for you. Jenny and Bon. Oh, Bonpire. Holy Ghost, carry the ring. Put it on the hand of my wife. Holy Ghost. One, two, three. Now. You cannot bring about renewal or change without confrontation. Without confrontation. You cannot see change, child of God. Confront bad habits. Confront laziness. Confront easiness. If you like easiness, you will never make it in life. Confront bad habits. Confront things that have kept you where you are. Confront things that have kept you from obeying God. Confront things that have kept you from... Those are the enemies of progress. They are the first class enemies of progress. There are some disciplines you must have in your life daily. Because success is not an event. It's a product and a destination. There must be routine characters that you are known for. You must be prepared for the day of adversity, child of God. You must be prepared for the because the day of adversity will show up in your destiny world. And that is the secret. You see, that is why there are few people you can call successful people. Because when they met the adversity, they didn't back out. But most of us, when we meet our adversity, we give up. God is not in this. If God was in it, I shouldn't be suffering. If God is not, I shouldn't be When Jesus came for an assignment ordained by God, look at how he suffered. They beat him. They accused him. You, they accuse you, no, you stop. And I can't stand that nonsense. Thing that I've not done, they cannot tell me. And me, I, I came, I'm gone. They, they falsely accuse Jesus. We cannot stand anything. We always want to be cheered. The day the day is not coming. These people, they are unappreciative. We are bleeding. They will never even say thank you. And Pastor, I won't say even thank you. Say, you won't even say we've done well. Does he know what it takes for us to rehearse? And you even, you even laugh. Even laugh. I've stopped. I've stopped. Nobody can catch me. If you like easy things, you always fall into many troubles. But if you like problems, you will always have opportunities to propel your life. Sometimes the best place to always be is to be around problems. It shows them what is in you. That is why when white people come to Ghana, they take some prophylaxis against malaria. 
Because if they get the mosquito bite once, the malaria will kill them. You, from the time you were taught of Fefe, and to tomorrow, you are you are more than a graveyard for uh, uh, malaria parasites. Aoudome, your blood is Aoudome for malaria parasites. The antigens of parasites, they have lined up in their graves in your blood. If you have a dream without aggravations, without agitations, without irritation, if your dream cannot irritate anybody, it is not a dream. Go back and dream again. Your dream doesn't make people angry, <laughs> irritated. If it doesn't cause aggravations, you, are, you, you don't have a job as a woman. All you are praying for is marriage. Are you okay? What are you going to do there? What are you going to do there? God didn't give you an assignment called marriage. You can write it. Don't just shake it. Write it down to help you. Your destiny is not marriage. So, if you die without marriage, it doesn't mean that you are failed. All some people are doing, my, my brother, all they are doing in life is they are preparing to marry. They are fasting to marry. They are praying to marry. <laughs> they are dreaming marriage. The day they will have the opportunity to do breakfast and serve their husband in bed. If you are afraid of the storms, you can't sail in life. You can't. The storms, when the eagle times the storm, when it's coming, it spreads the wings. Storms makes you fly faster. The storm makes you fly higher. You can't get to destiny without storms. You cannot. I want you to embrace yourself and be ready to face adversity. That is the only way you return to the house with testimony. He said, if you fail in the day, definite, definite, in the day of adversity, in the day, that means that day will surely come. If you fail in the day of adversity, it means your strength was little. American Mountain, little. Now listen to this. 
Absent are the rulers of the weak and lazy. Absent. So you are doing something now and then something happens. Then you give up. Like assuming, see, we were having a very vibrant church before the COVID-19. Then when COVID-19 is over and we come back, then everything is haphazard. Then all we are saying is that, ah, we were, we were, on, we were on point too. We were on point. It is the COVID. It is the COVID. We are weak and we are lazy. Upset will rule you if you are weak and lazy. But for the determined, the wise, and the focus, absence are things that we eat to build up the glorious destiny that God has given to us. I thought you are clapping. I don't know who I'm talking to, but maybe you are here. You might have given up on a certain pursuit because of COVID. I'm challenging you. Rise up and pursue. There is no man who is perfected without trials. There is no man who is perfected without trials. You cannot be polished without a friction in life. You cannot be polished. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I want you to keep these things in the data of your memory for life. That adversity is part of the solution. I said what? Adversity is part of the solution. If you break down in trials, you have canceled your name out of the book of success. If you break down in trials, if you break down in affliction, you have canceled your name. I want you to rise up and see success. No matter where you fall in, just lift your eyes and look onto the hills, not the valley. Because in the valley are dry bones. They will discourage you. And look onto the hills. That is where help comes from. And if only you can look, if only you can see, there is help. I, I, I see greatness in this house. Yes, I see greatness. You'll be great. You'll be mighty. You'll be a success. The world will celebrate you. Your family will celebrate you because the hand of the Lord will create a path for you to the top. I thought you'd clap for Jesus. <laughs> success is not for children, I told you. It's not for people who are not ready to pay the price. Children are not ready to pay the price. Yeah. They will sleep right now. Yeah. They will just sleep. And when children sleep, they are asleep. I came to challenge you. Your life is moving too slow for my liking. You are too comfortable. And some of you, all of you, those who are failing, they have reasons. Pastor, you know, it's not my fault. Oh. My father is dead. My mother is dead. I am an orphan. So what? And nobody was there to pay my fees in the university. That's why. So what? 
you have reasons and we are justifying it and yet we are fasting when you fast god gives you strength to advance if you don't advance and you fast again you just becoming fat 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 you'll be there too much oil wasted i pray you don't the amount of oil we generated in 40 days of power some of you should have been 10 times better than you are today but i still believe that that seed of greatness in you will not die with you into the grave give the lord a clap offering let me wrap up the teaching Conflict is good when you know how and where to move in life. You need an attitude to succeed. Some of us, you don't need to bind the devil, just change your attitude. Are you hearing me? You don't need to bind the devil, just change your attitude. The day you change your attitude, the day you start flying high in life. Just imagine the Israelite. Moses stands there and stretches the rod. God has done his part. He parted. Do you know what it means to walk through dry ground in the middle of the sea? Most of us will not go. You use your common sense. These spiritual people, they, they, they should go. You can't you see that this no have you lived by the sea before those of you stay around here eh? even you are not uh, abigail and go in the night the weather is cold even in blankets you feel cold this one in the sea it has opened and the level of the water is not at your height you are like a dwarf at the height and you are walking through it will be misty there will be a lot of cold, wind. Some of you think it was like this. No, it, literally, even if you are by the shores, see the wind, you are in the middle. God has done it, but now you walk through. Most of us, God has opened the Red Sea. You are standing at the edge, still praying for something. Go through! And when you get to the other side, you pray again to advance. Don't stay at one place. If you pray and fast for seven days, and after six months, you are still the way you are, you lack wisdom. Fasting must make you buoyant. Fasting must make you robust. Fasting must unearth the glory in you. If you are fasting and fasting and fasting and nothing is happening, you don't need fasting, you need wisdom. Don't you are clapping. You must not fail under this unction. You must not be called a failure. Your family cannot have more failures. Enough of the failures in your family. You are the next ancestor that will begin a generation of successful people in your family. I thought you are saying amen. I thought you are saying a bigger amen. Borrow me three minutes of your time. Three minutes. 
let me give you some statement that will cause you sleepless nights for the next four weeks. Because some of you are too, too, too comfortable. Too comfortable. If you want to measure the greatness of a man, check out the afflictions he has survived. It's nice to speak big, big English. But if you have not survived anything, you have nothing to say. If you have not survived anything, you have nothing to say. Survive something, Emmanuel. Francis, survive something. Lucy, two Lucys, survive something. So that you can, you can say something. Baku, survive something. If after now, fornication is overriding you, you have nothing to say about fornication. Poverty has eaten up the family, surviving, humiliated in the glory of God. Survive it. Survive something. If Joseph stands before you and tells you that the God that I serve prospers, wouldn't you believe? If Daniel stands before you and says the God that I serve delivers, wouldn't you believe? I will believe. I will believe. Survive something. Your greatness is not seen in your comfort zone. Your greatness is seen in your battlefield. Survive something. That's why the Bible says, for we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against wickedness in high places. Your life is in the battle. Survive something. Time is not on our side. Rise up on your feet. Next week I'll continue. If you are clapping, you clap. No crisis can befall you that will have the ability to destroy the glory of God. Every crisis is a refiner of what God has put in you. Every crisis. I want you to lift your two hands and talk to God. Yeah, You are never alone. God is in you. God is with you. God is on you. God has gone ahead of you. It's possible. I want you to pray for five minutes. Just pray to God. Talk to God. Everybody's problem is peculiar. Talk to him.
And Joseph told his brothers, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. To accomplish that what is being done and to save the lives of many. Talk to God. I will survive this. Tell yourself. You will survive this. You will survive this. Pray for a certain wisdom. The wisdom to survive and navigate to the top. Zadele madaba hatas. Ilele bosa bradaba. Yendelelelelelelele masundele ata. Hey, kapalanda basanta. Inteleke zeteteas. Ikabada dada madaya. Lebada dada madayas. I'm a beam I made that today. But I believe in the word of the Lord in me. I will survive. I am a winner. I'm born to win. I want you to speak to your soul that you are born to win. Martin Luther King Jr. said, The ultimate measure of a man. It's not where he stands in his comfort and his convenience. But it is where he stands at the times of challenges and controversies. That is why when you see men like Dr. Mesotama, Archbishop, the great men of God, the great businessmen, they have survived things. You want to tell God, the grace to survive is a grace because until you survive till it, you cannot become you survive the sperm that fertilize your mother's egg to give birth to you survived the journey there were over 40 million but it survived until you survive you cannot become you want to pray to God lift your two hands Ask for that grace, the grace to survive and to become. Lift your voice and pray. The promised land, the giants are there, but God said, I will subdue them. I will subdue them so that you can overcome them quickly. I see a quick takeover. People, media giants are being raised in this house. Political giants are being raised in this house. Academic giants are being raised in this house. Financial giants are being raised in this house. Lega gagado sakada. Indalabala go sapalaba. 
Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. Let your name Concerning your life will not die. Your destiny will not be bleak. It will not be quenched. You will survive the storms. You will rise to the pinnacle of destiny. I will testify with you. I will glorify God with you. He will do it for his own glory. He will do it because he has destined himself. He has purposed himself and he has promised to do it. Let no man rob you of your destiny. May the grace of a disciplined lifestyle be released upon you. May the grace of a toughened mind be released upon you. You will enter the promised land and possess. We will possess. We will dwell. We will inhabit the promised land and eat the fruit thereof and drink the milk thereof and drink of the honey thereof in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody believing that you were born to win, give the Lord a mighty amen in the house. Give the Lord a clap of praise, somebody. Please take your seat. We're going to take another.